welcome to 10,000 Foot View Podcast, where you can find tools, ideas, and insights from some of the best performers from the field of business, art, sports, entertainment, coaching, neuroscience, and much more. That will give you the perspective you need to break through and unlock the next level in your mindset, creativity, business, and life. This is Monjyoti, the host of this podcast. I have an obsession for deep transformation. And I'm on a mission to help professionals and individuals unlock their true potential in life and business in a way that maximizes their overall sense of aliveness. All right. So welcome to the 10,000 Foot View podcast. We have with us Jaime Regoza. Jaime is a life coach and founder of Regoza Consulting. With 10 plus years of experience in mental health and a background in sociology, public administration and human and organizational psychology. It also helps individuals in the mental health, social work and helping professionals unleash their inner unicorn and tap into their full potential. Jaime, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. Super excited. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, beautiful day and great day to inspire lives. Absolutely. So what I wanted to know is um, the backstory, right? How, how all of this started and what was the trigger? Because I believe in reasons because many a time reasons are the fuel um, that, that gets us to do what, what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for me, I've always wanted to help people. I think ever ever since at a young age, people always came to me and talked to me and said, hey, uh, you give really good advice. You're such a great listener. And I kind of tapped into that. And I um, I decided to, why not go into social work? Why not go into the mental health field? And as I learned more in college and um, in my master's and even in my doctorate now, I realized that there's so much in the mental health field that people, there's so many stereotypes and stigmas in there that a lot of people don't talk about. And working in the mental health field for the past 10 years as a case manager, as a mental health educator, as a, um, a supervisor, now a director, I've learned a lot of different techniques working with clients that I noticed a lot of the staff were also experiencing in, in the field. So, and it's harder for the staff to recognize that they're having issues because they're so knowledgeable about the, the, the problems that they justify reasons why the, the problems don't apply to them. And that was my trigger to see when I was trying to do supervision with the staff that I had to then start case managing. I started, had to then provide the same mental health techniques that I was doing with the clients once upon a time with them. And that's what kind of drove me to really seek into life coaching and wanting to help that particular population. Right, right. So when you see people stuck, right, they're, they're stuck mm-hmm. in their patterns and it, it, you kind of know that there is a way through that. You can actually offer them something, but they are not doing what needs to be done. And that's kind of, um, um, it's, it's, it's kind of painful and frustrating mm-hmm. to, to, to see them like that. And then that probably propelled you to explore all these things and then find this coaching business and do this full time. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so tell us a little bit about the unicorn method. Yeah. So the unicorn method was something that I kind of, it's techniques that have worked for me. 
in the past to be able to reach my level of success and kind of unstuck myself. Like you said, sometimes we get into those sticky positions where we get in our head and it's a technique that I've came up with and it's pretty simple and it's a a collaboration of different techniques, but the H letter of unicorn actually stands for something. And the reason I even chose a unicorn is because it's it's something rare that you see. It's a mythical creature that supposedly it was really hard to find. You never really saw that. But when you did, it was a miraculous vision. It was something that's that it was it, it was special. So I want to make sure that everybody taps into their inner unicorn and realize that they're special as long as they they apply belief in themselves and they keep trying, they can reach the level of success and happiness that they can. So in unicorn, it stands for unlocking your potential, navigating mindset and motivation, investing into personal growth, creating authentic connections optimizing your wellness, refining your goals, and networking for success. So overall, if you do all these seven different techniques, you should be able to get out of any pickle that you get yourself into because each one has a specific set of skills that you learn to be able to help you reach success. Interesting. Um, I think it was Robin Sharma who said that, you know, everybody can be best in the world at something that uniquely makes them, you know, themselves, right? So, Mm -hmm. but you have to tap into that. And sometimes you need some support. You need, you need people who have been on that same journey and then arrived at their own unique gift and they're in a position to offer that to others, someone like you. And then if you can tap into that and that, that will not only make you successful um, because you switch from most likely, um, a, a, a living that is that is that has a lot of resistance where there's a lot of push to a flow a state of flow because because it's you it's 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 natural you and then not only are, you'll be successful you'll be happy along the way and you'll be fulfilled right because many many a time um people are successful but they're unfulfilled right that that's one of the biggest dilemmas dilemmas in the world that we live in um so uh would you mind walking us through like a outline of what the unicorn method looks like? What are some of the basic foundational steps that you suggest uh, to to the individuals that you work with? Yeah. So the first step would be identifying what areas of your life is kind of the one that you're struggling with. So I usually start with the wellness wheel, which is um, similar to the life wheel, but it lists eight sections of the pie, which is different sections of your wellness, intellectual, occupational, um, financial, environmental, um, physical, mental, like all the different areas of your wellness. And I have them kind of identify the sectors on where they are on a scale of one to five. And then I have them write the reasons they scored themselves that. And from there, we create goals to be able to identify what are the some th- aspects that we can kind of focus on. And then we focus on the different types of goals. Usually they lie within the unicorn method. And then we pick a letter and that's those are the ones that we're going to go. So we're going to focus on, on wellness. That's the O. So we're going to start um, doing like mental health skills and be um, working on physical and mental wellness. Or if not, if it's social, then we would work on networking and getting getting used to getting into uncomfortable situations to make sure that you create a, a wider network and create a, a set of, I call it a unicorn clan that will help you get through your, your toughest time. So it just really depends on what specific goal that you want to work with. And then we'll use a unicorn method to kind of get you started. Interesting. Talk to me a little bit about uh, the need to go through uncomfortable situations. 
it's a must. The breakthrough. Why is it a must? Um, because because I know it sounds counterintuitive, and I know that it's important. Uh, I've sort of realized this the hard way, uh, mm -hmm. but but yeah, there, there's initial resistance because you you don't want to do you know what 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 you've been asked to do, but mm -hmm. at the other other end of it lies growth or fulfillment or strength or power. So uh, can you share your view of why we need to uh, expose ourselves to things that we may not be comfortable with? Because we don't, we don't grow when we're comfortable. We grow yeah. when we're uncomfortable. We, we grow from, from failure. We grow when we make mistakes. Yeah. Because when we are in our happiest, there's no reason for us to change because everything yeah. is great. Yeah. So we only start changing our behaviors and our mindset mm -hmm. when we go through uncomfortable situations that makes us want to adapt to become comfortable and happy again. Right, right. I agree. I agree. So, um, uh, in the words of Tony Robbins, uh, every single human being, no matter what their story, no matter what they're chasing, they're actually trying to meet these underlying needs that we all human mm -hmm. beings have. There are six needs, right? I'm going to go over them quickly. Um, certainty, uncertainty, significance, love. And the two most powerful needs are growth and contribution. Mm -hmm. So if you're growing, then you feel alive. And if you contribute, you feel 10 times more alive. Mm -hmm. So growth is, is an inherent human need. And if you're not growing, then, then you're dying. And many a time we grow when we step into the unknown. But at the other, other end of it is, uh, is, a sense of, uh, is a sense of aliveness, right? So uh, can you share, can you illustrate like a specific example of maybe someone you worked with, uh, you know, you walked them through some, some, something that they were not very comfortable with in the beginning, but when they did it, you know, they, they saw the results. Can you, can you walk us through a specific example? Yeah. Something. So yeah. I had an individual that had a lot of, uh, they had a hard time trusting people. So they will never be vulnerable. They always had their, their walls up and it was really hard to have a conversation with them because they were always trying, they would use humor as a deflection me method so when we, when it, when things got serious, they would start cracking jokes and would make ease of it. And it was really hard for them to connect with their family members, supervisors, and even clientele that they work with. So we were able, I told them, you have to be able to be vulnerable, take away kind of like what Brene Brown says, take away that armor of, of shame and, and be really lean into vulnerability. And yeah. it took a long time. It took about over a year of me working with them and really exposing them what true vulnerability looks like and me calling them out every time that they were doing it. So I would be like, oh, you're deflecting again. Let's try that again. Let's let's rephrase what you just said. Or um, let, tell me how you really feel. And then they would tell me an ex something and I was like, okay, let's peel that further. What what caused that? And let's peel that further. What what makes you feel that? And really until they really got to the bare, bare reason of why they, they were acting the way they were, and when I saw those tears in her eyes and they actually started, you know, showing that vulnerability that they were tr locking up so bad, I was like, finally, we got there. And it was it was a long process, but uh, you just have to kind of kind of a little bit of exposure therapy and get them into those uncomfortable feelings and having them talk about those things that they really didn't want to talk about and forcing them to to really get them to be comfortable with it. Agreed. Um yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it, it's worthwhile at the at the end of the day. 
it's it's not necessarily comfortable when you go through the process but yeah you have to go through it and the, and the fruit is sweeter right um because because you've overcome so many things so i mean the, i mean in in general i mean uh, i i can't get to a specific issue in general there are many people who who feel stuck mm-hmm. uh, either in profession or you know or mental health or relationships which is which is a big area they feel stuck either because they have low self esteem or they have been through something in the past and what they might have done is they might have rehearsed those things over and over again in their health and now that's a story that they live and they you know they they are sort of uh, n- not in a good place but they they also do not know how to move forward uh what would you what what would be the first thing that you would say uh, to someone like that you know I would say the first thing that comes to mind is probably not the reason you're stuck. A lot of the reasons that we feel we're stuck, for mm. example, I'm stuck in my career, I'm stuck in mm. my relationship, I'm mm. stuck in, you know, living with my mom or mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. You feel that 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 feeling that you feel inside that you're like that's the reason I'm stuck. It's because of this. That's not the reason. There's usually other components like I said in the in the circle of wellness that is affecting you. So it could be that you have a low mental health or you have sorry, you were saying. Uh, I just just going to interrupt you a little bit. So so I have this story about why I'm stuck and why I mm-hmm. cannot move forward. And this story feels real. Absolutely mm-hmm. real and I have evidence to support that story. But it's not real. Mm-hmm. The truth is that you have infinite potential. You have support that you can reach out to, and then you're going to get the help that you need if you, if you do what if you do what needs to be done, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm hypnotized by the story to such an extent that there is absolutely no way that I can come out of it. How how do you break that bubble? You know, does it take time? Is it a step by step process? Do you like you know make do you make them go through something? which is a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning but it's manageable and then they get over a little bit of the fear and then they get a little bit of confidence and then you walk walk them through something more like step by step over a period of weeks or months or is is that how it is how, how do you break that story because that story feels real but it's not yeah so it depends on where the, what stage of the process a person is mm-hmm. and one person some people can get it within days other people may take years Mm-hmm. it just really depends their willingness to want to change because we mm-hmm. once we get fixated in that in that story in that narrative mm-hmm. you find ways to justify whatever's thrown at you mm-hmm. to keep in that narrative yeah. like i've worked with people where mm-hmm. they say i am a failure i i i make no money i am i am useless and i'm always going to be this no matter what i do i always fail well it's a self fulfilling bias if yeah. you say you're going to be feel, failing, then you start your behaviors matches that failure and you're not really going to try. So let's say you're trying to go for to be a doctor and you're taking all these like chemistry classes. If you're saying I'm I'm not going to be able to pass this class, then you're not because then your level of patience is lower. Your self-esteem is lower. Your willingness to study long hours is lower because you have that mentality that you're already going to fail. So you're like, why am I even going to try? So you have to first think of the opposite and ask yourself, is this really realistic? And that's what one thing that I tell people, these automatic negative thoughts, these ants that crawl all over your head, you need to give them less power by putting them not on paper, yeah. start, start journaling, start blogging, mm. talk it to people, whatever yeah. it is, get it out of your head. Yeah. And that's always number one, talk yeah. about them, write yeah. down all of these unrealistic thoughts that come into your head yeah. and then ask yourself, 
why am I having these thoughts? And is this actually going to happen? And what if it does happen? What happens then? I had, a, I had a person Face that I was it. working with. Exactly. I had a client that was working with last, last week that mm-hmm. said, I really want to apply for this job, but mm-hmm. I'm afraid I'm not going to get it. And I was like, okay, so what will happen if you don't get it? And they stood quiet and they're like, well, then I stay where I'm at. And I was like, yeah. And then what can you do? We'll apply for another one that's similar to it. Okay. And what happens if you don't get that one? Well, then I do it again. And I was like, exactly. Until you do. And yeah. each time learn from your failure. Yeah. See what you did wrong and get better the next time. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, the worst case scenario of the fear that you're having, it's, it's probably not that bad. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you have to face and you have to go all the way through. Also, do you think um, scarcity mindset is is one of the one of the drivers of this kind of a, this kind of a story that we run in our heads? For example, I have limited options. I only have like option one and option two, and these are blocked, and I'm you know it's over. There's no option three. So that that that's one out of scarcity. Like I have limited options. There's only so much I can do. Scarcity in terms of what what I can do, what the world can offer. So. I believe that scarcity mindset is a big part of it. What are your thoughts? Yes, I think it has is broken down to two things. One, it's you think that there's no more options for you. You feel yeah. that if this opportunity fails, it's never going to come again, which is a lie. As long <laughs> as you expose yourself in the same industry and you keep doing great lie. and keep yeah. trying, it, you're going to get exposed to several other opportunities. Yeah. And then two, we're told that we go through this alone. We've learned that we have to get through life alone, that we do the best. If you get help, then you're weak. If you don't get that, nobody else in the world is going through the same issues you are, which is a lie. There's so Mm -hmm. many other people that are feeling exactly the same way, are in the exact same spot that you are. It's just building that community of people that are going through the same Mm -hmm. thing or can at least empathize with you Hmm. will help you get through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think voicing, voicing your thoughts and your fears, uh, takes, takes some of the power away from them. Right. And secondly, secondly, question it, you know, go deeper. And third thing is get some help, you know, exactly. Bounce, bounce those things with someone who you can trust, right? Because many of the things might be very sensitive. So yeah, we have to have somebody we can trust and who knows, uh, you know, what you're going through and probably can help you through that process. Exactly. So, uh, I agree. It's powerful. I think, um, that that's a really useful nugget, like face whatever you're going through and know that you're not alone in this journey. There are so many people mm-hmm. going through the exact same thing that you're going through. People don't speak about it openly because it's, these things are sensitive. Not everybody is comfortable talking about it, but that does not mean that they, they do not go through it. There are so many people who go through so much in their inner lives. And um, yeah, so you're not not alone. And many people have overcome. Mm-hmm. Many people who are sure that they're not going to come out on the other side actually ended up doing it by, by, you know, going one step at a time, you know, taking it day by day, you know, doing one tweak because, you know, s- small daily insignificant uh, improvements that you make lead to stunning results. Uh, over a period of time, you know, there is, there is a compounding effect. So as long as you're making progress, even if it's tiny, mm-hmm. you're going to see the way a little bit more, you're, the way is going to clear up a little bit more. And, you know, you keep moving forward and then a little bit more of it can be seen. 
uh, that's that's more on the philosophical uh, perspective but that's essentially what it takes and eventually you're gonna uh, come out on the other side and um, I just remember something that I heard from Tony Robbins um, so he was talking he was giving the example of what what uh, the world was going through back in 19 1920s and 1930s like mm-hmm. there was all this economic crisis and there was the world war and you know it, it felt like the world as we know it is over there's absolutely no coming out of this but we all recovered mm-hmm. we all recovered so life has seasons everything has seasons i mean we our own lives have seasons uh, the world has seasons so every, everything has a season and immediately following winter is spring so if you can appreciate the season if you can appreciate the fact that this is a season and it's going to end no matter how convinced you are that it's just not going to end is going to give you some perspective and this is this is not logical this is this you may not be able to find like a logic to it but this is this is more of a you know 10000 foot view <laughs> 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 right um, so yeah so that that's one of the things so so he says tony says that you know that gives me so much hope for humanity because if you can come out of that then everything is going to end and everything is going to turn around right there are seasons of life seasons of nature seasons of life seasons of whatever the world um so yeah i think i think on that note um we we have come to the end of this episode and if you're looking for personal transformation in your mental health uh, and more with the help of someone who has been there and done that over and over and over again for many individuals then Jaime is your guy and for more details you can visit regoza-consulting.com r a y g o z a hyphen consulting.com you can also book a free introductory coaching session with Jaime on that note thanks Jaime and thank you everyone for listening thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of 10,000 Foot View Podcast. I want to congratulate you for honoring yourself by standing out and investing in your personal growth and taking this step towards your next breakthrough. I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Do check out the show notes on the description for the details of the show along with links and offers. It would mean a world to me if you could leave a review about this episode in Apple. Before I head off, I want to remind you that you are extremely special and you have gifts and talents that you can use to unleash your best version and you are just one perspective away from unlocking your next level. I believe in you. 